Welcome to the Lead Gen Leaders Podcast, connecting you to the leading minds in home improvement to discuss all things marketing and leadership. And now, your host, Kyle Powers. Welcome to the Lead Gen Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Powers. I'm extremely excited for today's guest as he has a wealth of knowledge spanning over a decade in the home remodeling business, helping contractors generate leads through online platforms. He is currently the senior manager of national accounts for Modernize Home Services. I'd like to welcome to the show, Peter Crum. Hello, Peter. Hey, hello, Kyle. How are you? I'm doing very fantastic. And you today? I am doing great. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to have you on the show today to really uh, talk about a, a, a big topic that um, a lot of my clients talk to me about, and it's, you know, where where can we get more leads? And that leads down the road to, hey, who online can generate us leads? And then not only who can generate us the leads, but once we get these leads, how do we convert them? And so really excited to have you on, uh, you know, representing uh, Quinn Street. And uh, we'll talk about a, a merger that's happened with, with uh, and turned into Modernized Home Services. Uh, but before we really get into um, online lead gen uh, and, and purchasing leads, uh, Peter, why don't you give the listeners a little bit of background, uh, who you are and, and kind of how you've arrived at this spot uh, with Modernized Home Services? Absolutely. Yeah, thank you, Kyle. Um, so, yeah, I'm Peter Crum. I've uh, been with uh, Quinn Street now, Modernized Home Services, for about 12 and a half years. Um, kind of interestingly, though, I got my initial start in the online lead generation space uh, within home services back in 1999. Um, with, a, with a short hiatus there, came back to, uh, to Quinn Street in 2008. Um, so the last 12 plus years, I've been with Quinn Street and again, now Modernized Home Services. A uh, lot of growth and, and a lot of excitement um, in this industry, and you know it, it keeps me excited every single day that I come to work. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure you've seen a lot of changes uh, through the years at uh, how online lead gen works and and the client base and and everything like that. So I'm excited to get in here and and talk to you about that. Uh, so you know, we're starting to talk about uh, handling online paid leads. If uh, we were reaching out to maybe a company that uh, maybe is a little smaller, has maybe never bought online leads before, uh, or maybe hasn't kind of dabbled in it and didn't do so well, uh, what are kind of some maybe best you know best methods for starting to generate those leads and get up to to handle a program that you can help facilitate? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I think I couldn't couldn't start without saying, you know, use a company like Modernized Home Services. That's a great way to acquire quality leads um, and at scale for your business. Um, but there's a lot of other opportunities and options out there, um, which which we use to generate leads as well. So, as an individual company, you're able to run your paid search, uh, search engine marketing campaigns. Uh, most popular, of course, being Google. Um, you know, email campaigns uh, have a lot of impact. You may want to run some social media campaigns, whether that's through uh, Facebook um, or Instagram. Um, and even further, you may, within your websites or, or across the online world, uh, run some display ads. Um, so best thing I'd say is use multiple channels 
um, and use numerous campaigns. Um, you have to really test them all out and see what's going to perform the best for you and for your company as well. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly on a, on a multi-channel approach. Um, you know, if, if I had the, the magic wand I, I, and could answer the question of, hey, what's the best lead source out there? Uh, I think at times certain lead sources get hot, but I think it's a roller coaster also. I think what necessarily is working today may not work till, you know, tomorrow. And you have to have, you know, the different sources that can take the the lead spot, so to say, in your company for a time being. And you get your use out of that and you kind of pull back as it dies down and then you go back into it as it picks back up. Uh, So not relying on just one thing, I I think is great advice there. Um, And then, you know, going past that, so they they find these campaigns, they get them set up. Uh, you know, a big thing is it's really been able to manage and track that. Um, and so you talk about, you know, using a CRM uh, and the data behind that. What what do you have to say about that, Peter? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's really crucial, uh, we found. The companies that use the CRM have the ability to quickly track and manage and run reports. Um, which is extremely important. Having that data, the more data, the better. Um, you know, as uh, companies like Modernized Home Services have the capabilities to integrate with your CRM, so we can ship that lead, um, the lead details directly into your system, um, and that would also help allow you to get to those leads quicker. Another thing I would say is uh, making sure that uh, the companies uh, that you have the right team calling on these leads. Um, it's really important that you have a strong team um, that's able to get to those leads quickly and, and that they're able to speak intelligently to these consumers um, as they're just exploring a very major home improvement project that they're looking to pursue. Um, I've learned over the time uh, that I've been here that you know leads can technically be won within the first 30 seconds to a minute on that call. Uh, so handling those, those leads um, quickly and and very professionally will go a long way for you. And, and you actually touched on a few points there, talking about having the right people uh, call the leads um, and how they can be won, but also calling them quickly with having integration in, into the CRM. And so I want to break down a couple of these points and, and talk about them specifically, because uh, I think they're some of the most important when it comes to, to buying online leads from a service uh, such as uh, modernize home services. And so uh, having the right team calling the leads. So a lot of the different listeners on the podcast, there's, you know, companies that, you know, have call centers of 10, 15, 20 people. Um, and they certainly have it dialed in, you know, how to, you know, comes right in their CRM. They're calling these people. Uh, how quickly do you recommend that if you're going to buy leads from you guys, that they're able to, the company's able to turn around and reach back out to this lead? Yeah, um, you know, we kind of live and breathe, a little saying, speed to the lead. Um, so it is extremely important to to get to that lead and make that initial call. I'd say within the first minute, uh, maybe within the first minute or two. Um, letting that lead sit for, for more than five or ten minutes, uh, you really start losing some of the uh, um, the contact rate. And, and getting to that lead as quickly as possible seems to be the winning strategy. And so as a listener to this show, if you're looking at possibly exploring buying leads online, you're going to have to have the systems and processes in place to be able to reach them quickly, uh, you know, in a minute or two, as, as, as Peter just stated. So 
so that's great. Uh, I almost think that if, if you can't get to them within the first couple of minutes, uh, you really got to figure out your systems and processes to be able to do that. In fact, I was just working with uh, a, a client recently um, and, and everything with the, the COVID client right now, when you get sick people, you know, they got to get tested. That means they're out for a couple of days. Um, and so they were a little short staffed in the call center and, and, the, and the new manager had brought up to me, you know, hey, uh, you know, how do we, how do you recommend I kind of reschedule things today, you know, to make sure, you know, things don't get missed. And I said, well, the most important thing is we want to make sure that any leads we're paying for to come in. So things like TV, um, you know, other online stuff, as well as, you know, purchase leads uh, such as you provide that we can get to them in that quick time that we need to. So that should be the absolute first focus, you know, when we're short staffed. Um, so that's a, a really good point right there. Um, and then, so having the right people calling the leads, having the right script, um, you know, even I feel if, even if you're the owner of the company and you're just a one man operation, you have to be able to get to them quickly and you should have some type of, you know, bullet points or scripting laid out for yourself. So you handle these correctly. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Peter? Um, yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's spot on. Um, and you had mentioned earlier, um, you know, a lot of these listeners uh, may have a, a larger operation or a call center with multiple seats. Um, and whether you have, you know, more than 10 call reps or you have just a small call room of, of one to three uh, reps calling on those leads, um, I would say you're spot on. Having the right script is extremely important um, and just really, you know, making sure that um, that these, uh, the people calling are, you know, compassionate to the consumer as well. Um, and really making sure that, that they're, they're putting their best foot forward, um, when, when reaching out, um, in doing so in, in a quick manner. Awesome. So we're basically at the point where you have, you know, the listeners decided, Hey, we want to get some leads or we've been getting these leads, but we want to do it better. Uh, we figured out, Hey, the script we're going to use, we figured out that we need to get a hold of them very quickly uh, when they come in. What are some next best practices uh, that you recommend for them really to be, you know, successful with converting those leads and getting the most out of them? Yep, absolutely. So as much as we can say speed to the lead and call it within the first minute, as we know, they don't always answer on that first call. Um, so having those processes in place, which could be you know, having at least 10 touch points um, over the first maybe three to five days. Uh, really important to put forth, um, you know, a nice, uh, a good effort within that first few days of receiving that lead um, to make sure that you're reaching out. Now, that doesn't just mean calling um, and or leaving a voicemail if they don't answer, having a few other uh, different methods to communicate with that homeowner, also very important. So that could be placing a call leaving a voicemail, following up with an email. Um, in that email, you should probably have a few bullet points, a nice introduction about your company. Um, and then, you know, I'd say in the last couple of years, sending a text message has become very important to a lot of companies. And um, to one degree or another, you're likely to get a response. Um, you know, we all have a cell phone very close by nowadays. So a combination, calling, sending emails, sending text messages, um, you kind of, you wrap all those things up and, and you have a winning combination there. 
Yeah, I can agree with you more on that. And definitely on the on the text messaging, you know, getting a lot popular, like you said, in the last couple of years. Uh, I, I would go out to even say that um, if you are not utilizing text in your lead setting uh, portion of your business to confirmations uh, and even companies that are starting to utilize texting when it comes to recruiting and, and following back uh, on applicants that don't necessarily answer on your first call. Um, texting is a huge deal and there's a lot of companies uh, that can that can help you do texting better. Uh, but even just pulling out, you know, a certain cell phone in your call center and, and figuring out how to, you know, get that text across uh, can help conversion rates go, go way, way up um, today. Uh, so that's a really great point there. Um, and so you had kind of brought up something to me, um, you know, kind of being the expert and being, uh, you know, flexible and, you know, what the proper expectations of online leads could be in conversion rates. And can you kind of touch about what, what you meant about, you know, being the expert and being flexible? Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. You know, when, when your call rep is, is representing your company and calling a consumer back, um, the consumers put in their information online they are gearing up to uh, potentially spend a lot of money in what would be a very major, uh, potentially major home improvement project um, in a potentially a, a big, um, a big project that's going to perhaps disrupt their home for, for a few days to a few weeks. So when you're speaking to this consumer, you want to be the expert because they might not even know exactly what they're getting into. Um, they may not know all of the different styles and all the different materials. And, you know, say as an example with replacement windows, uh, the different energy efficiencies. So you want to be the expert and, and really help that consumer feel comfortable, uh, feel confident speaking with you um, and you being able to answer any questions that they have. Um, so you're the expert They're they're learning and, and you get to be able to drive that conversation to inform them properly uh, with kind of what to expect um, with their upcoming home improvement project. Um, I also kind of think about uh, these call reps, you know, it, it's kind of a, a certain verbal demeanor. You're speaking with them over a phone. So you definitely want to, you know, sound confident. Again, you, you want to make them feel comfortable in dealing with you and your company. Um, so you're really a, a well-rounded, um, well-spoken um representative is is really going to help you keep that consumer at ease and ultimately that's going only to allow that consumer to be comfortable to schedule that appointment at the end of the day you're buying leads and you need to convert those into appointments uh, and then also with with being flexible i know in our pre-call that you uh for this podcast you had brought up the fact that you know there's companies that have really tried to you know hey if we can't schedule this in the next day or two we're not going to schedule it at all um, and, and you had brought up that, you know, with buying an online lead, you might need to be a little bit more flexible with it than your, your normal lead sources. What are your uh, thoughts on that, Peter? Yeah, I mean, we all want to set that appointment anywhere from, say, 48 to 72 hours out. That's the most ideal time frame that the consumer is, is ready to come out and, and have your sales representative, you know, come out and give them a, a, a demonstration. Um, but being flexible with these online leads this consumer may or may not be ready to have you come out. It might be three to five days. It might be seven to 10 days. Um, we see that those leads still convert. You know, you can set a lead um, and still issue that lead uh, successfully um, 
to have your sales rep go out to do a demo, I'd say up seven or 10 days down the road. Um, these consumers um, often are kind of initiating their, their research. So they're not all in a hurry. They don't necessarily need you out there within one or two days. Um, so I'd say being flexible is, is also crucial. Um, and knowing that, hey, if I schedule this lead, you know, seven days out, you can be confident that it's still going to issue uh, and get your sales rep to go meet with them in person. Yeah, and I, I agree with you that, um, you know, 24, I mean, same day, if we can get out to see him today or tomorrow's best, but certainly within three days, I mean, uh, you know, history has shown uh, with the statistics that, you know, past three days, yes, conversions do go down. But I also agree with you on the fact that when the consumer is initiating contact um, and they are, you know, whether it's responding to your TV ad um, or a direct mail piece or any online stuff or buying online leads, they are initiating that. Um, so something a little further out can still convert at a great rate, you know, than if we're, you know, maybe canvassing them or something like that and, and trying to set. So I do agree with you at, at being flexible is a, is a big deal. Um, and so expectations, Peter, what are some proper expectations um, that, you know, someone buying leads from uh, from you guys at, you know, modernized that they should expect um, with everything? Yeah, you know, I think there's a uh, I think there's a consumer behavior um, that's associated with online leads. Um, and so uh, for me, in speaking with a home improvement professional or, or, or a larger home improvement company, uh, I need to make sure that I'm setting that proper expectation of how are these leads going to convert. Um, that expectation kind of kicks off the entire campaign. So uh, I can go into a little bit of detail. Um, I always usually use the uh, example of, say, per every 100 leads that you purchase. But on average, you should see in the range, and it's always a range, um, you're going to see in the range of somewhere around you know, 12 to 18% maybe in a really good month, 15 to 25% of your raw leads converting into a scheduled appointment. Um, to take that a step further, uh, we, like, we like data, so we like to track every single step along that way. So you initially get that appointment scheduled. We all know there's a little bit of slippage, unfortunately, but from that initial uh, lead that gets scheduled to an appointment, you're going to have about 70 to 80% of those scheduled appointments go out the door. They're going to be issued. Uh, your sales rep's going to go out and meet with that homeowner. Um, ultimately, the, mass, the vast majority of those should result into a demonstration and, and ultimately leaving that consumer uh, with an estimate. Um, best case scenario, you're going to walk out of there with a signed, signed agreement. Um, and I would say that happens um, on average around 20 to 30% from the demo to the sale. Uh, so those are pretty pretty typical online leads uh, generated and, and converting from the initial lead to an appointment, to the demo, and to the sale. Absolutely, and I would say the, the biggest thing for a company to get the best ad in that, in that practice is converting that raw lead. So following the best practice, as you said, you know, getting the lead quick, having the right callers, having the right scripting, um, doing that call correctly, you know, to get it to a set appointment. Uh, that's the biggest thing that I think people have to do right because I think once after the appointment gets set, um, 
everything's going to pretty much play out the way the rest of your company statistics do uh, when it comes to, you know, issue rate, demo rate and sales rate. Um, you know, sources do vary a little bit here and there on demo rate and, and everything, but um, it should fall nicely into the mix of the rest of your leads uh, once you get good at setting that appointment. And it just is, I'm asking you about proper expectations, uh, but creating that proper expectation with the consumer, you know, when you're talking to them on the phone. Um, and so that kind of brings us to the next segment here, Peter, on, you know, hey, what what do you see companies do right when they run, you know, programs with you? And what do you also see companies maybe do wrong uh, when they're running a program of buying online leads? Sure, absolutely. Um, and, and they kind of mirror each other a little bit for, for if you're doing it right or if you're doing it wrong. Um, so, you know, what companies do right that have a lot of success with, with Modernize and, and with online leads in general um, are a few things that we just went over, right? They're going to call quickly. Um, they're going to call frequently and have a, a real process in place um, to make sure that they're, they're hitting all of those steps along the way including the voicemails or the emails, the text messaging. Um, but ultimately, getting that consumer on the phone and engaging with that consumer's needs. Um, so the companies that, that engage with the consumer well are often going to have a higher conversion rate to a set appointment. Um, another thing I'd say for companies that, that are doing it right, um, understanding uh, the online consumer. Um, they often initiate a search, again, through Google, let's say, and they um, are searching for the home improvement professional in their in their market in their in their um, geographic area, um, but it's it can be a little bit generic. Um, they're not searching specifically for your company. Um, so one thing I've always said is you know to keep it somewhat generic, um, you know to go at it and say, you know, Mr. And Mrs. Smith, this is Peter. I'm following up with the request that you had submitted online, showing interest in new replacement windows. You know, something along those lines. Um, the consumer completely understands what you're talking about, and they know that they were just online putting in a request about that service or product. Um, so, you know, one note on that is is to understand the the, the home improvement professional would understand um, that these online leads they're they're technically non-branded in most cases, um, and they do perform differently than your own branded marketing. Uh, if you have a TV ad with, with your brand on it, that lead might convert a little bit higher. Um, so understanding that expectation um, is very important. And then it just alleviates uh, any stressors, we'll say, to where you're now able to, um, you know, really quickly um, jump right in there and, and have that conversation with the consumer. Awesome. And then uh, one of the other things uh, that I'd like to bring up that we were talking about kind of in our pre-call is, um, you know, about selling your company, not the consumer. Um, in our little conversation we had on that about the goal is getting the appointment scheduled, not necessarily selling the job while you're on the phone. Uh, what are your th you know thoughts on that point? Because I thought we had a really great conversation before we started recording on that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is that is very, very accurate to um, to sell your company. Um, you are there again to to be the professional um, to help that consumer feel comfortable and, and confident in their decision. Um, I think of it as kind of a uh, a soft sell on the phone. You're letting them know who you are. You might be telling them about your 
your company's history and how long you've been in business. You might want to, you know, share a few, maybe not uh, long-term testimonials, but you'll want to share a few highlights about your company. Um, again, that ultimate goal of that conversation is to schedule an appointment um, so that you can go and meet with that consumer face-to-face. -face. Um, so absolutely, you know, I, I think of it as sell your company, not the consumer. Um, once you, you know, get out and meet with that homeowner, your sales rep knows what to do when they get in the door. Um, and their ultimate goal is to, to walk away with, you know, with a happy customer that's, uh, that's excited about their new home improvement project. And that is actually a, a bigger conversation I've been having, you know, with a lot of different clients uh, recently, and it has been brought up on this podcast before the idea that the person on that phone that takes that online lead that comes in, um, their job is not to sell the home improvement project. Now, it you know, if you're a really small company or even a one-man operation, it, it might be you that does go out to the home and sell them, but that's not the idea of the phone call. That's at the marketing level, and you're to get them excited about your company coming out to see them. Uh, and then when you go out to see them, uh, you know, is when you get them excited about, you know, buying the product from you. And so very much with, you know, being the expert, being uh, flexible, I've always said as a marketer, we don't care if it sells. Now, obviously, we really do because that's the only way that the company makes any money at all. But what we care about is that we get an issued appointment out to a sales rep so that a sales rep has a chance to then do their job, which is to sell the job. Um, and that's the, the key of the marketer. And I think there's that fine line when you're handling these leads that, um, you know, just like you were saying about time frame uh, and maybe, you know, being more flexible at scheduling a little further out if need be because they've reached out to you uh, is the same way with that, you know, when you're on the phone with them to not cross that line into going into selling the project and over qualifying that uh, lead and, and almost as the old saying goes, throwing the baby out with the bathwater that you may be disqualifying some leads that you very well could go see demo and, and possibly sell. Yep. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, you know, it, it seems like the, the, a great concept to make sure you're qualifying the lead, but over qualifying can, you know, can, can lose some sales. So sometimes you, you just need to kind of stick to the nuts and bolts and, and, and get that appointment going so that you can then go out and meet with them. The more people you meet, I'd say naturally, the more sales you're going to make. And uh, that brings us to what do you see, as you said, the mirrored image, the companies do wrong um, when they're handling leads, you know, from a service such as you provide? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, the worst case would be that you just don't call it, uh, <laughs> which shouldn't happen. You're paying for that lead. But unfortunately, it does, right? It does. Unfortunately, it does. Um so, you know, you have to make sure that, that your team's there with the dedication to make sure that when that lead comes in, they're calling it. So, you know, if, if you're not calling it or, you know, again, if you're waiting to call, if you're waiting 30 minutes to call a lead, if you're waiting a couple hours, if it, um, you know, Mike comes in 7 p.m., 8 p.m., and you wait until the next day, um, you know, a lot with, with our service, our leads are delivered in real time. So we do have a general expectation that, as long as it's a reasonable time frame when that lead comes in, you should be calling it right away. So waiting to call um, is definitely a, a no-no. Uh, make that first call quickly, right? So you can always make that second or third call later, um, you know, or just calling once. Um, you know, I've, I've run into this scenario numerous times 
um, speaking with, with, with somebody that, that's considering purchasing leads through us, and uh, they'll say, well, you know, I'm going to call this lead once. I'm going to leave them a voice message, uh, and if they're interested, they're going to call me back. Um, you know, un unfortunately, that, that can hurt. That, that can hurt you a little bit because you gave very little effort to get that appointment, uh, potentially. So I'd, I'd always encourage um, anyone that, that kind of thinks that way to, you know, maybe rethink about that and, and understand that there is a different consumer behavior from an online lead um, or just kind of that online consumer that, that you need to put forth a little, a little more effort there um, than just one call and one voicemail. Um, same goes if, if you make, you know, a couple of calls, but you never send an email, uh, you never send a text message. Um, you're just, you're not taking advantage of all of the, the new technology and all of the different avenues that um, consumers communicate with today. Um, it's really important that, that you're doing those things. Um, and the last thing I'd say, and I don't really see this happen all that often, but you know, you just don't want to be too aggressive on the phone and whether that's being too aggressive, you know, asking for the appointment within the first minute of that conversation. Um, uh, and it kind of goes back to that, that demeanor of the, the call rep. Um, you want to make this consumer feel extremely comfortable because they're going to invite you out to their home. Um, so if you're a little too aggressive, whether that's in the tone of your voice or um, just the approach that you take to scheduling that appointment, um, it can be a little off-putting to a consumer. So I'd always, you know, keep it polite, keep it professional, and, and, and that those will help you, um, you know, have better results. And I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on all those point, uh, um, points that you brought out there, Peter. Um, and I want to talk about the last one you talked about, about being too aggressive um, in handling those phone calls. Um, I and, you know, being with Tony Hody Training and Consulting, we always uh, preach the, the serve, not sell, um, you know, attitude and methodology. And when handling any leads, um, I think it's key that you really elicit the pain find out the problems they have, ask layered questions, and then give them the value that you're going to give them by coming out to see them. Again, not the value you're going to give them in buying your product, but the value they get for, you know, doing the next step, which is getting someone out to their home to help them design, you know, up that project. And I think when someone layers questions, they act like they're the expert um, and ask those right questions, find out what the problems are, and then offer them the solution, which is getting someone out there to take a look at their problems. Uh, and they do that right. They, they can be what we would say aggressive. They can go for the appointment. But if all they're ever doing is just going for the appointment and they don't do all those other things, uh, it comes across pushy you know, to the, uh, to the consumer. Um, and, and so there's that fine line in being aggressive that, Hey, if you're following the right systems and you have the right scripting and you're asking the right questions, you can be aggressive and go out and get that appointment. And it doesn't come that way, you know, across to the consumer. So. Absolutely. Great point. Yep. Uh, just, uh, yeah, aggressive, uh, doesn't mean not trying hard and, and not being, you know, forthcoming with, with what you're, um, which your end goal is, is to get that appointment. But absolutely, uh, great points there as well. Um, and then that brings us to the last segment of the show, Peter, which is entitled Power's Powerful Point. And what powerful point uh, do you have for the listeners today? Yeah, so, you know, Kyle, I was thinking about this one. And um, 
when I'm t when I'm speaking with a home improvement professional, uh, a, a marketing personnel, someone that um, we're talking about um, a lead generation campaign, um, you know, I think it's a two part approach, and that is communication and data. Um, the way I think about these uh, very important aspects when working with leads um, is that you and I, uh, the home improvement company and modernized home services, we need to communicate, uh, whether that's daily, weekly, monthly, we need to communicate to make sure that we understand what you're experiencing with these leads. Um, another great way to really understand what you're experiencing with these leads and what your results are, um, that's the data. Um, that kind of goes back to the CRM approach with, with being able to manage the leads and being able to pull a report pretty quickly um, and share that data, you know, with us. Um, we have a great team of account managers and, and they are very, very good at, you know, doing a data analyst and, and really dissecting the data. So we send you 100 leads, you send us a report back showing us a true disposition on all 100 of those leads. Um, or, or whatever that number may be. So communication uh, and data, um, those two things combined um, are what really build that strong, long-lasting relationship between us and, and the home improvement companies that are using our service. Um, you know, and, and you know, we, we always want to provide a successful campaign. And anytime we get data, there's usually a way, you know, to make it work um, if you're struggling a little bit you know, we look at that data, we find those those uh, pivot points, if you will, um, those levers, and, uh, and, and, you know, make some, some campaign optimizations and turn things around to get you in a position where you're having a lot more success. So that's it. Communication and data will go a long way when working with any home, improve, uh, home improvement or online lead generation company. Um, and those, those have been uh, very crucial uh, for me in my career here as well. And I would even go further to say, uh, first of all, those are great, powerful points, specifically talking about, you know, using you in, in online lead gen, but just in, in business in, in general, I mean, great communication is key. Um, I worked with a uh, employer at one time, and one of the biggest things that he taught me is, is that data is key, you know, knowing where you're at and um, I've seen just from being around, uh, you know, with different clients and stuff that the ones that really stay on top of it and communicate uh, and know their data, no matter if it's buying leads from you guys or any, you know, source that they may use, uh, the ones that get that communication right, you know, with their staff and then, you know, with the, the company that they're buying from, as well as um, know the data behind it are the ones that are winning the game for sure. Uh, yep. And so uh, I really appreciate you being on the, the show today. I think there's a lot of uh, good nuggets in there for any company, whether they've been doing it for a long time or just looking at buying leads uh, from a service such as yours uh, that they can really you know put into practice. Uh, last thing before I, I let you go off the, the podcast today, Peter, is, hey, if someone is interested in exploring you know modernized home services, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, um, you know, Rather than saying how to get in touch with me personally, uh, I'd say go to modernize.com. Um, you know, the, uh, the, the Queen Street acquisition of Modernize, uh, we are now Modernize Home Services. We are, we're one company, we're, we're one brand, uh, we're one team. And so modernize.com, that's, that's our flagship site now, Modernize Home Services. 
And uh, so, you know, you can go there. Um, you can easily um, click on the I am a contractor link, um, put in your information, and, and we'll make sure that uh, someone is following up with you to, to speak a little bit more further, uh, you know, about your needs. And, and if you're interested in, in purchasing leads, we can definitely help. Awesome. Thank you for that. And uh, of course, the listener, you can always go to TonyHody.com and just shoot us a message and, and I can get you in touch with them also. Uh, so again, Peter, I thank you so much for your time today. I look forward to catching up with you, you know, down the road and possibly having you on a future episode. So thanks again. You're very welcome. And thank you for having me, Kyle. It's, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Lead Gen Leaders podcast. For a free consultation, on how Tony Hody Training and Consulting can assist with your home remodeling business, please visit TonyHody.com. That's T-O-N-Y-H-O-T-Y.com. Thank you for listening.